Today, we have the pleasure of having with us Christian Lafleur, and Christian leads a real estate team here in the Ottawa area, Red Post, and uh, she'll be sharing with us her journey, so stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to do so by being an agent of transformation for His kingdom's purposes in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bol Kere, your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca, and you can also catch it up on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your other favorite podcasts, outlets, etc. So Thrive 1110 is uh, brought to you, sponsored by Bold Care Financial, and Bold Care Financial helps you, Christian professional and entrepreneurs, discern and take your next right step in your business and with your money so you can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for your approaching life transitions and goals. Without further ado, let's dive in and uh, welcome our guest for today, Christian Lafleur. Welcome, Christian. Thank you so much, Bold. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> to be here sitting with you. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. So so as I, as I was saying, Christian is leading a team, um, a real estate team in the Ottawa area. And um, so uh, Christian, do you mind telling us a bit more about Red Post and what you do at Red Post? That's a great question. Um, yeah. I've been in real estate for, I would say, 21 years so mm -hmm. far. Started young, um, and I've been leading our team at Red Post mm -hmm. for about four years now. Mm -hmm. um, we're a team of professionals, uh, women, young mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. um, who really are trying to invite people mm -hmm. into a beautiful experience mm -hmm. where we get to bring a high level of care mm. to a situation, you know, buying a home and selling a home can be very stressful. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of moving parts that people don't necessarily see or know mm. until they've decided to take that step. Mm. So it's been an absolute blessing to mm. help people mm. and bring calm and peace and experience mm. um, into uh, an exciting time in their life. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's the red post. And let's see. When if people want to know more about Red Post or they want to get in touch with Red mm -hmm. Post, how do they do that? Uh, we have a website online, mm -hmm. redpost.ca. Mm -hmm. So it's spelled just as it's said. Mm -hmm. um, and also you can reach us at client experience mm -hmm. at redpost.ca as well. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah. On, yeah. on our website too, mm -hmm. there's uh, a page for buyers, a page mm -hmm. for sellers. Sometimes I know people like going to research things and it explains mm -hmm. a little bit about the whole experience mm -hmm. and what we're inviting you into to see if it's a good fit. Okay, so redpost.ca mm -hmm. and the client experience at, at redpost.ca. And uh, if you haven't been on the website, it's a beautiful website. I know on this show we talk about websites uh, uh, things that you should have on your website, etc. This is a really well done website, and you can go and 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 check it out. Redpost.ca. Thank you. Yeah. So, Christian, one question that I that is really burning is okay. 
you've been doing this for like you've been in real estate for about 20 20 some years yeah and you've been leading red post for four four years four years now i'm wondering did you grow up dreaming that you'd be in real estate? Was that something that you had in, in mind or if not, not what, at all. What, what were you, <laughs> what did you want to do if, if you had such a dream when you were younger? Real estate was never on my radar, like mm. at all. You know, I remember being in high school and they mm. really try and get you to choose and zone in. What do you want to yeah. be when you grow up? <laughs> what do you want to do? And it's real pressure to mm. be that age and mm. try and make that decision. Mm. I remember being a teacher, mm. kind of piqued my interest but when I came up on grade 12 because mm. and back then we had grade 13 mm -hmm. um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do mm. and you know knowing stepping into making a decision like university or college mm. and the costs involved in mm. that I just decided I was going to kind of take a year off mm. and just get work experience I started working kind of very late at mm. 18 years old mm. um, and so I just started delving in for three years into a bunch of different careers. Mm. What I knew at a core level was that I loved people. Mm -hmm. I had a servant heart. So mm. I, wanted, I wanted to help people in some way. Mm. And I kind of just let that lead me. Mm. So I did things like simple waitressing mm. or I started working at a subway and then mm. I moved up the ranks very quickly mm. and started managing subways at a very young age at mm. 19. And so as I think it's a beautiful thing because as I stepped into these different opportunities, mm. giftings and qualities started coming out in me mm. that I would not have known mm -hmm. when making that decision in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I started working in a real estate office mm. at 21 years old mm. as a receptionist. Mm. And um, I kind of moved up the ranks there in real mm. estate. There's like uh, answering the phones mm -hmm. and then behind the scenes, there's kind of listing secretaries and mm. deal secretaries. And I really started getting mm. a love for the industry mm. and it was actually one realtor in particular who's a mentor to me mm. who saw me and uh she said chrisanne mm. i really think you should take your real estate license mm. and i thought really and mm. i thought about it and uh she really was very encouraging so i decided to take the step mm -hmm. um and then here i am like the rest is history <laughs> <laughs> that is it is so fun to see how like your wiring really doesn't change. It's it's the way it, it expresses itself in in your career in your profession that that evolved, and and you were involved like sub like managing subway like dealing mm -hmm. with clients and also in the back uh, in the back there stuff that we don't see but making sure clients are served and then you land in real estate and uh, you do basically so you you came to real estate. Uh, not as a realtor, but you 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 saw everything I did. going on in an office of, I of really a realtor. Did. So that that must have prepared you very 100%. well. A hundred percent. You know, that's part of what I tell people. Yeah. I feel grateful mm. that I was behind the scenes for two mm. years. Mm. I got to see real new realtors come in, mm. um, and some. And I mean, realtor has a very high kind of like rate of uh, like attrition mm -hmm. within. Uh, the first two years, 80% of new realtors are no longer in the wow. profession. Wow. So I got to see firsthand what people did mm. and made them successful, wow. what not to do to kind of stay out wow. of that route. And wow. I also understood all the back 
There's so much that goes on behind the se- in behind the scenes mm-hmm. for a real estate transaction to come mm-hmm. into play. And I understood all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it gave me a real appreciation mm-hmm. for, you know, those people that are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever my business grew, mm-hmm. um, I was able to really appreciate the little people, quote unquote. Wow. Yeah. You know that you know oftentimes when I talk to to uh, to people it is not rare that I'll see that I'll hear here and there uh people saying hey, you know what I want to go into real estate mm-hmm. either okay I want to sell real estate or buy real estate or like actually be a realtor because there's lots of money to be made people are buying houses mm-hmm. people are selling houses but with what you just shared there like lots a, a, a big portion of those who start really don't stay there long. They don't. Wow. It's a really hard industry to yeah. get into. Like, yeah. I, I never got in it for the money, for example. Yeah. I have seen too many realtors mm. over the years mm. make the decision. They think you're self-employed, mm-hmm. so you can do what you want when you want, mm-hmm. and that you make a lot of money. Mm. But that is so far from the reality of actually mm. stepping into this as a career. Wow. It's a lot of hard work. Uh, the phone doesn't just start ringing. Yeah. You really have to pound the payment. And because I started at 21, mm. my sphere, the people around me, me. My friends were not buying houses at 21 years old. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm grateful for the mentors in my life at mm-hmm. that age that really gave me the key components that mm-hmm. I needed to do mm-hmm. to then start building a business mm-hmm. because I didn't know I was not business savvy oh, like that. Wow. Um, but with hard work, yeah. things started happening yeah. and I'm grateful for the success that came very quickly. Yeah. But then that also brought other challenges because then you're very young experiencing a very high level of success and you don't know what to do with all the money for example (laughs) um but the i felt my heart was so filled Mm -hmm. with the families and the people that i met along the way Mm -hmm. and helping people has always been at my core Mm -hmm. and when you're i find when you're in it for that reason Mm -hmm. everything else just kind of starts falling into place Mm -hmm. because people can tell that you're genuine and that you're actually there for them and they're not just another sale and they're not just another transaction. So that's kind of how I've just led, led year over year in my business and what I try and teach my team members now Mm -hmm. too. Wow. That's a, that's a fantastic story. And, and, and I, and I praise God for, for your journey, like Mm -hmm. in in this professional journey, Uh, you, you started and uh, you saw everything in the behind the scenes you became a realtor and now you're actually leading the team. Correct me if I'm wrong, but now you are behind the scenes leading the team. Are you are you still like uh, seeing people uh, listing houses yourself or things like I that? I am not. <laughs> I am not at all. You know, this is my second kind of turn yeah. at the show of leading a team. I yeah. led a team earlier on mm-hmm. um, about in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am no longer front facing. It's mm-hmm. something that the Lord has, you know, walked me through mm-hmm. and um, I'm behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I greatly miss mm-hmm. the interactions with mm-hmm. the clients. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, mm-hmm. my kids are at a certain age now too, yeah. that I really want to be more present at home. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I've now 
I love sewing into those that younger generation. Mm. I have a young lady with me right now. Her mm. name is Sonia, and it has brought me so much joy mm. to teach her the ropes mm. and to watch her go mm. and to be able to give back after mm. all those years. And now also to be able to have more time to step into certain other avenues where mm. I feel God kind of nudging me into. Wow. You know, that is, uh, that is, when I listen, and Chris, and I know you outside of this show, mm-hmm. obviously, but, but it's just fascinating to see how you are, um, how can I say that, how you're determined to really follow um, the way God is showing you and uh, coming into that leadership position and then uh, God is showing you, no, now is the time to be more behind the scenes and lead the team from that position and focus on other things. But Krisha, we talked about real estate and, and mm-hmm. uh, you shared with us how you came to that and, and what you're doing now. But I know uh, you have a heart for uh, uh, for ministry. And, and it all, <laughs> I don't like to use that term like that because mm-hmm. really, even when you are in real estate, you are ministering, you're doing ministry. Amen. Yeah. But then y- you are... You have a strong heart also for for hosting people, mm-hmm. whether virtually or in person, mm-hmm. and, and ministering or facilitating mm-hmm. uh, their journey with God. Can you tell us a bit about that? That has been a life? journey, yeah. a journey in itself. I never would have thought that I yeah. would be where I am now, yeah. even five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting. It started with children. Mm-hmm. I have a big heart for children. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, having been a believer only about five years, mm-hmm. being able to help children really allowed me to mm-hmm. learn about Jesus mm-hmm. and find my childlike faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful for that time. Now, as I've matured in my walk, Mm-hmm. and now stepped out of being front-facing in the team, mm-hmm. the Lord starts asking to take bigger steps <laughs> and facilitate, you know, women's groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first, I think it's quite common to think, well, why me? Mm-hmm. Like, why me? What can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but taking those steps of obedience, mm-hmm. right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And then actually sitting back and realizing, like, wow, Everything I've went through in my whole life, mm-hmm. everything I've persevered through, mm-hmm. God is going to use that for His glory, yes, right? Yeah. And so I feel humbled now mm-hmm. and very grateful mm-hmm. that I get an opportunity to listen to women mm-hmm. and to bring them together in a space where they feel safe, mm. they feel heard, um, and that we get to do life together. Wow. I really believe women <laughs> are craving that. Christian, I, I want to come back. We're going to take a quick break, and, and I want to come back and continue a bit on that. And and you shared uh, very briefly that you, you came to Jesus about five years ago, mm-hmm. um, and now you are in this position where God is asking you to gather women and, and, and help women journey in a safe environment. We, we are taking a short break, and after that, we'll continue with Christian's journey. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. You are 
listening to Thrive 1110, you are watching to Thrive 1110. Uh, if you don't know, actually, um, uh, I'm saying listening, watching, because if you're listening, you can catch this up on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube or other video outlet, you can also catch this this on podcast. And we are with Christian Lafleur today. And um, Christian was sharing with us uh, her professional journey. And uh, it led us to having this conversation about uh, this ministry that you are, that God is calling you to do. But can you just backtrack a bit and and briefly share with us how do you how you came to Jesus? So that means you didn't grow up in a Christian home. So you came to know Jesus to give your heart to Him about five years ago. Can you tell us mm-hmm. a bit about that? What an interesting story that <laughs> is. Uh, I grew up kind of Catholic, mm. but we only really attended church uh, Christmas and Easter. Mm. My grandmother, though, I remember mm. going to see her. You know, when you're a teenager and you're mad at your parents, and I would go hang out with my grandma, and she loved the Lord. Loved God. Um, but, you know, throughout my my adult years, I uh, found myself in some abusive relationships, in an abusive relationship. And I met a woman, when I was working at that real estate office, I met a woman there who loved the Lord. And over the next 10 years, whenever I was having a really challenging time, she would just so gently try and point me to Jesus. She would say, Christiane, you should really go to church. She had a church life center that she went to and you should really come to church. And I never said no, but then I just don't feel now I realize it just wasn't the right right time. 10 years though, bold of nudges, gentle nudges to all of this came to fruition about five years ago Mm. where, you know, I was kind of wondering, I didn't date a lot, but Mm. I was out of a relationship and Mm. you wonder, God, like, what are you doing? Mm. You know, what are we doing? And Giselle had said, that was my friend. Mm -hmm. She's again, just extended the invitation. Mm. And I thought, hmm. And then I remember telling my best friend about it. Mm. Hey, Giselle really says I should go to church. You know, Mm. she's been on this for a few years. (laughs) And then my friend said, oh, Life Center? Like, Mm. oh, I was just talking to so-and-so. And and they said um, that we should go to Life Center. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then I was at work the the, the following day. And the night before, my friend and I had been talking Mm. about going for the first time. Mm. And she had said, oh, we have to go shopping. Mm. And I was like, why do we have to go shopping? Mm. She's got to find an outfit. You know, maybe you're going to find a man at church. (laughs) And I thought, oh, my goodness, like, this is not what we want to do. But the funniest thing was the next day, I had one of my colleagues come into my office. And he said, Christiane, you're going to think this is so funny. Mm. And he showed me a photo of women doing yoga on Parliament Hill. (laughs) And he was joking about his friend said, he mm-hmm. should go do yoga on Parliament Hill. And I related, isn't that funny? My friend told me I should go find a man at church. And he said, oh, church? And I went, yeah, she wants me to go to Life Center. And he said, Life Center? Oh, you have to go to Life Center. So this is now three very distinctive you know, nudgings to Mm. go to Life Center, um, this specific church. Mm. And so I had like resolved myself. I said, I'm going. Mm. Like, you know, when they say God gives you signs, I was like, something's going on here. Mm. So I decided to go on June 17th, 2017, which was Father's Day, a Sunday, Mm. which was a a very challenging day for me back then Mm. because of my history with men, because of me being, um, you know, a solo parent parent, a single mom of two kids, but I went and I had my friend Giselle come with me for the first time. 
And the moment I walked through those doors, Bull, mm. the first person I saw, mm. her name is Julie, mm. and she started crying because mm. this woman had been our counselor when we had gone through counseling wow. for women and children who are victims of abuse. Wow. She had been Owen's counselor. She wow. started crying and said, I've been praying for you guys for wow. four years. <laughs> I then now turned to go register my kids for, for uh, kids ministry, and another person owen's mm. teacher is there and she goes wow. you guys go to life center i said absolutely not this is my first time but everything is surreal to me even recalling it to you mm. and then i went in bold what my pastor was preaching that day i mm. felt like he was speaking right to me mm. i wept the whole time uh, a Gen- super kind woman behind me extended like a bunch of Kleenex to me because I wasn't going preparing yeah. that. And I literally that day I knew I was home and I gave my life to Christ. And it's I've just been on fire ever since it changed my life. And the miracles, in my opinion, just kept happening for the next following weeks. Like I felt like the Lord was waving at me like, hey, Chris, I'm right here. And for the first time I saw him. I saw him so clearly and what I thought was coincidence or Mm. haphazard, I realized was not that he had been pursuing me all those years and it had all kind of culminated into that like one amazing crazy day for me. That is, uh, that is, like it's a story that I could be reading in a book or something (laughs) like that. We are slowly going towards the end of our time today, but so fascinating story is so fascinating, Christian. Uh, but before we get to the end, I want to transition to our section. Uh, I know I, I, I thought we would be talking about like the ministry with the women. We'll get to that probably <laughs> in the second episode of your story because yes, there'll be a second episode uh, with uh, Christian here. But for today, maybe we won't have the time to talk about the women's ministry. Bold. Let's get practical. Now, in this in this section, Christian, what, what I like to do is simply kind of recap and draw out of what you already shared mm-hmm. some things that people listening can can take as lessons or learnings or whatever insights mm-hmm. to benefit them. And uh, I'll start. If 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 you want to share a few from that portion of story you shared, uh, that's great. I'm going to start. One thing that I, that really comes to mind is. This, this lady, Giselle, and uh, she's been patient. She's been loving, caring, mm-hmm. but also pointing you towards Jesus like over years. Yeah, a decade. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe you have someone in your life that you're trying to, to, to lead to Jesus. You're trying to present Jesus to. Like, don't, don't just follow Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Be gentle. Be loving. Be caring. And point to the truth, just like Giselle did in uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Christian's story, um, and and you get to church and you have these people that you meet there that have been praying for you secretly, mm-hmm. and actually they've been there alongside you. That's just uh, incredible. Hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent. So, prayer works. Prayer works. You might be praying. It's been a year. It's been two years. It's been five years. Maybe it's been 10 years. You haven't seen the results yet. But persevere. 
persevere. God is the one who orchestrates the circumstances. Even look at when the time was right, how God orchestrated the confirmations for you to actually get the push. Yeah, yeah, go to church. Mm-hmm. And you went and, mm-hmm. and look at the rest is now history. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to share before we, we, we go to the end? I think you hit the nail right on the head, you know, <laughs> like, because with my personality, mm. if somebody would have been pushy for me, mm. I would have come, I thought there would have been a no, there mm. would have been a pushing away. Mm-hmm. And even now myself walking this out now, mm. I can be a little pushy at times. Mm. It's something that the Lord is growing me in because when your eyes are opened, mm-hmm. you just want other people to see what you see. Mm-hmm. And when your life is changed, you just want mm-hmm. other people to have changed lives. Yeah. But Giselle really embodied for me mm-hmm. what it's like to walk alongside people, mm-hmm. to love on them. Mm-hmm. And to pray for them, like you said, the power of prayer. And 10 years, that is a long time, long time. (laughs) And so I hope that it gives hope. I know Mm. it brings me hope Mm. to know my story. Mm -hmm. And and I hope it brings other people hope too that it's never too late. You know, I was like 37 at the time, Mm. you know, 37 years of my life, I went without knowing Jesus. It's never too late. Wow, thank you. And you know something else that you that you shared that I quickly want to mention as we as we conclude today um, is you shared a, a statistic: a huge proportion of people going into real estate mm. as realtors. Uh, they don't end up staying because mm-hmm. they think it's easy money and uh, the phone is going to start ringing, mm-hmm. but it's not the case. And that's true for actually any real yes. business. You have to work. And you have it's not it's not a quick fix. It's not a get rich quick. These types of things. So you have to work and count on the favor of mm-hmm. God, the blessing of God, His wisdom, with the mentors coming along you, teaching you these business ropes that really mm-hmm. helped you be successful. So uh, yeah. So you want to go in business, or you're in business. It's it's often good to have someone come alongside you as a coach, as a mentor, to just help you, guide you. Uh, avoid some of these uh, terrible mistakes and uh, and do the right things. Mm-hmm. Now, we are going towards an end. Anything before we come back for episode two, Christian? No, I'm excited for episode two. <laughs> I right. think we covered a lot of ground today, Bolt. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, do it. You can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All right, folks, we have been hearing Christian Lafleur's story and it's going to continue next week in the next episode. So connect again next week, CHRI or whatever podcast or YouTube you're watching and uh, you'll have the joy and uh, the benefit of gleaning some insights and wisdom for the re- from the rest of Christian's story. Between now and then, I'm Bol Kiri, your host, and you've been listening to Thrive 1110. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.